Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. On Witside today have two guests, the co-founders, two of the three co-founders of Code Crew, um, Alex and Andre, uh, are going to talk about email list growth today and i know that's a topic that a lot of marketers want to know more about because that list is never growing as fast as you expected but first of all alex could you introduce the two of you and explain what you guys do at code crew for sure um so i'm alex that's andre uh, we're two of the three co-founders here at code crew and uh yeah you know we're actually celebrating our fifth anniversary in just a couple of weeks um we're an email-only agency. All we do all day, every day is just email marketing. And uh, yeah, Andre and myself, what we do is, you know, we just uh, kind of make sure everything's running smoothly, properly, making sure that, you know, we're always ahead of the curve as far as industry standards and, you know, best practices are concerned. And making sure that, you know, all of the experience that we have combined, which is, I'd say, over two decades between the two of us, uh, you know, gets dispersed throughout the team and we can just make sure every single email marketing program that we touch is all the better because of it. Cool. So uh, an agency specifically for email marketing, um, do you guys have your own platform? Do you use uh, third-party ESPs or how, how does that work? So we, we don't, don't have our own platform. Uh, sorry, Trey, you can go ahead. Yeah, if you want. absolutely. We totally are... 100% agnostic. We want to make sure that we help our clients wherever they live. And oftentimes we even recommend where they should be living in the first place, because a lot of times we find that clients pay for really expensive software that they're not able to maximize properly or vice versa. They have a pretty laborious, pretty uh, span out organization that we would potentially benefit from being able to utilize different data points a lot better. And they're in an ESP that doesn't really uh, suit their needs. And so we oftentimes happen to recommend that they uh, upgrade to an ESP that can have a little bit better functionality for their specific needs. I love the, uh, the agnostic approach. Um, it's something uh, we also do at Marketing Guys, but it's, it's, um, it's, there's so many agencies that are just pushing software instead of making sure that the actual email, for example, in this case, is performing better or your email marketing is enhanced. They're just living uh, off the, 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 the software referral, referral fees, et cetera. And that's not what you, you should be after when you're, when you're helping customers, I think. So I love that agnostic approach. Um, a question to start off with, because we, we're going to talk about list growth and email list growth, um, how to do that. But first of all, a question that I hear from uh, customers all over that are all over demand generation, which is hot at the moment, and dark social is the new big thing, etc. Is email marketing still as effective and hot as it used to be? Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if it's Alex hot. is going to answer this. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's not a sexy email or it's not a sexy marketing channel. But with that being said, it's a workhorse. It's always been around. It's always going to do you well. Everyone has an email account and everyone checks it. So um, to give you a bit you know, more concise of a reply, you know, we, we've been in this game for a long time. We've seen the ups and downs. Uh, we've been able to you know, also poke and prod you know, different marketing channels and previous roles. Again, you know, we focus solely on email here. Uh, and we always see email 
outperforming, you know, any other channel. In all honesty, we see the bulk of our clients uh, seeing at least 15% upwards, you know, even sometimes closer to 50% of their entire e-com revenue uh, coming from email. So hopefully that speaks, you know, a little bit to its, 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 uh, its usefulness. Yeah, really. absolutely. Absolutely. And um, conversion often comes from email. You, basically, someone that subscribes to your list is giving you access to their inbox, which is well, a big thing, I think. Is that, so that's something I think marketers always should remember to, to leave your email on a form and giving someone the capability of sending you emails is, is quite a thing. That's different from a like on LinkedIn or uh, a, a page follow on Facebook. Yeah, that's that's easy. Yeah. But, you know, and you know, something else that something we've else. seen throughout the years has been just Facebook's customer acquisition cost, which seems to be all over the place. Uh, sometimes we hear clients that, uh, speaking about Facebook's customer acquisition cost, uh, that it's a, a really great cost for them, but as of recent, we've had a couple of uh, discussions with clients that were spending uh, in advance of $100 per customer acquired. And so <clears throat> the difference between that and email is the fact that you always have that ability to email your customers without having that additional spend once you capture that email address. So that's why, you know, Alex is a sweetheart, but I'm usually a lot more abrasive when somebody asks me whether or not email is still valid. I tell them, find me another channel that will bring you 30, roughly 30% of your revenue, and we're going to throw email out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and you're so right. So, um, but to be effective, in your email marketing strategy, you need to have people signing up to your list. So that's something we're going to talk about because that's I think that's something a lot of marketers are struggling with. So, um, it, it first of all, is that true? Is that something you hear as well that that people are you know dying to grow that list, but they just don't know how to? Yeah. Big time. Unfortunately, it's one of the biggest problems that we see, especially with startups um, that try to, to get the word out about their business, about their products and kind of fail to do so. Again, I move back to how expensive social media advertising can sometimes become for a lot of product types. Uh, and there's obviously different competition based on what you're trying to sell. But ultimately, when you can generate email contacts through different means than just social, you get a chance to promote yourself and your products to other audiences as well at a, at a better cost. And so to give you a, a straight example here, something that we are working towards uh, improving and providing as a service to our clients, we've done it in the past, but it hasn't really been a service offering. We've only uh, developed it as a service offering as of this year, and we're starting... Uh, I think beta is going on um, during Q3 here. And so what we're going to eventually want to do is to put brands together. Let's say you've got a brand and Alex has one and we come in as code crew and we put you both together. You're both startups. You both have, let's say, a 5,000 subscriber list and we facilitate you guys to first off, meet each other, secondly, be able to collaborate, and thirdly, be able to get exposure to one another's email list. And so when you take that and extrapolate that and um, move it across, let's say, four brands in the same bucket, and then we do that multiple times a month for the same brand, that ultimately will result in a, a much more uh, accelerated list growth than what brands should be expecting by just driving traffic to their website. So. How does this practically work since you can't just 
put those emails on on one list. So so how do you guys facilitate this? So let's say I have a I have brand A which has a five thousand uh, people on on the on the list, and there's a brand B. Um, you can't email just a brand B with an ad brand, ad brand A list, right? So you can mix those up. So so what's the secret here? Well, what's your approach? Oh, well, you know, as with any business, you never want to spill the full beans, but thankfully there's no secret here. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> what we end up doing is, you know, we have, we've actually had quite a few brands reach out to us already to go ahead and, you know, get, get something started. And what we do once they, you know, come to us is we hook them up with another brand, you know, most likely in a similar space, we want to make sure that it's going to provide true value to your brand. Uh, and then from there, you fill out a form, you know, it's very simple, maybe 10 questions at most. Uh, you know, give us a bit a bit more insight into what you have, what you're doing, what you're trying to achieve. Um, from there, we go ahead and, you know, give you a bit of a roadmap as to what we we profound as being some of the best steps to go ahead and, you know, drive some some real engagement, drive some real interest from your brand. Go ahead and hook you up. Uh, you have some giveaway together, um, you know, make sure that your brand is offering something, you know, really enticing. Uh, and then from there. You know, we have a whole bunch of email addresses that we collect, all the people that sign up uh, between a brand and another. Um, and then, yeah, just uh, go ahead and, you know, deliver that list to you. Before delivering it, though, you know, of course, one of the most important things in email as a whole is making sure that they're not dead contacts. So we go ahead and verify every single contact. That's just part of the offering itself. You know, no, no additional fee. And uh, yeah, from there, uh, you have a whole bunch of new subscribers that are actually engaged and actually interested in your brand, what you do, and you know the brand that's uh, the other brands in the the giveaway as well. Ooh, so, so do, do you guys um, facilitate a marketplace or something where people can can find each other? Or honestly, we joke we jokingly say that we we want to build a ten, a Tinder for brands. Uh, it's yeah. not going to be quite that, but it's going to come close enough. So to give even a little bit more substance to the discussion here, let's say that you sell knives and Alex sells uh, kitchen cabinet doors. You're obviously speaking to the same audience, but you're not actually going for the same dollar you're going for different dollars that these guys have to spend because of the different services that you offer and so as a result it would definitely benefit you to be promoted to alex's audience and vice versa that's basically the service we provide here now in terms of actually giving the ability to choose your own audience so we actually have a couple of pricing tiers quote unquote the first one would be one where you don't get to pick and choose your brands and that's because obviously there are just people out there that would go crazy over nitpicking every single brand name out there every single product offering whatever and so we want to kind of protect shield ourselves from that but then secondly also because we've been in the business for such a long time that with all due respect to our potential future customers and current customers as well, we might know better than you guys when it comes down to audience matching. And so first off, we would ask you, Elias, for your last one year worth of email list size of people that actually engaged with your program. We don't want you to give us, okay, I've got a million three hundred contacts, but I've but like... Uh, only 50,000 of those actually care about my emails and open them. We only care about those 50,000 as well as Alex's 40,000. We put those two in, uh, together and we are able to then generate some proper uh, engagement for what we're going to be doing as 
an endeavor here. And so that's kind of how we are approaching things. We want to make sure that we drive quality first, quantity second. We only charge basically on the quantity that you get. And so that's why, again, being in the business for such a long time and seeing just how worthless, unfortunately, a lot of email lists that people go out there and buy for um, kind of against our best judgment and our best uh, advice for them, um, just how worthless those lists can be. We want to make sure that we actually come to the market with a product that can genuinely generate healthy list growth that you can actually convert, not just email contacts that will eventually land into deliverability issues and just a black hole that you're probably not going to get, uh, not going to be able to crawl out of without some pro proper expert help. Cool. So um, the, the offer is going to be on your your website somewhere in Q4, I think, or Q, end of Q3. Um, what about people that can't wait that long is, is there some other tips that you have on on growing lists so what have you seen that works or maybe you have some seen some cases where where something went completely wrong and didn't work out is there is there any cases you can share oh you should have seen andre's face everyone when you said that there we've we've seen a lot uh we i think that we've seen it all first and foremost just for everyone listening don't ever purchase a list, please, for your own sake, never purchase a list. That is far and away, you know, the, the worst thing you can do for your email program as a whole. Even the subscribers that you already have, you know, pre-purchase, uh, it, it'll unfortunately just in 95% of cases tank your deliverability. And that's a months long battle to come back from in some cases. Um, as far as, you know, the opposite side of that coin, some good ways to go ahead and grow your list. Um, you know, there are a million and one. Um, what we typically do here uh, and recommend as well is having a very, um, very heavily tested sign up form on your site. So, you know, always make sure you have multivariate test or an A-B test going on. So every single contact that does land on your site, who's already engaged enough, you know, to go ahead and want to learn more about your brand, uh, make sure that you have a good, solid way of collecting their address without, you know, coming off as an annoyance either. Really, you know, don't just immediately throw a pop-up before they even, the page even loads. That's not going to get you anything except for a lost customer. Um, so that's, I'd say, far and away the best way to make sure you have someone engaged coming onto your list. Um, but then, you know, there are also so many other marketing channels that can go ahead and bring contacts to your site. And then again, from there, you, you know, go ahead and capture them from whatever that sign-up source functionality you have may be. Yeah. And, you know, we are big proponents of A-B testing everything here. So I think in the five years that we've done email marketing for so many brands, we've probably run at least 20,000 A-B tests, and I'm not even kidding. And we always get surprised by some of those results. So try things that you 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 have even a slither of hope that they can work. Uh, to give an example here, I think it's a couple of years now since one of our customers asked us about the idea of potentially giving a free ebook for um, recipes through Instagram for email signups. And our gut reaction was to say, it's overcrowded. It's been done so many times. You're not going to get anything out of it. But, you know, we canceled that out, that whole noise. And we told them, yeah, sure, let's do it. It's not too much of a 
hustle to go ahead and get that going. We're going to run an A-B test for this long and see if we can render any results out of it. And lo and behold, it actually worked tremendously well. We were all extremely surprised by how well that still worked. Although, again, we felt heavily about the fact that it was an overcrowded uh, niche that wouldn't work, period. Uh, you never know what you don't know. So it's worth testing things out. And I can see that. So um, once you grew that list, and that's one of the, because we're almost at the end of the interview already, but I do want to know this because another topic that a lot of marketers struggle with is, is keeping that list healthy. You already hinted on having active active people on the list, engaged people. So how, what are some of the ways to keep your list healthy? Well, first off, don't send to your entire list very generic messages. Uh, the inbox is, is almost a sacred thing, sacred thing to some folks. You know, there are folks like myself who just need to have it at zero at the end of the day. And you don't want to, you know, have half of those emails that you're cleaning out, just be something, you know, that seems very generic, not tailored at all to you, not tailored at all to your interests. So first and foremost, segment your list, make sure that you're providing, you know, the contacts who showed a certain interest in something, you know, the content that actually applies to that, um, and or upsell or cross sell. Um, but that being said, you know, on top of that, and in a very similar vein, make sure that all your messaging is actually, you know, value laden. If you don't have any value, if you're just trying to sell, 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 sell with every single email, chances are people are going to get tired. Um, you know, you, then you also want to make sure that you have purchasers, non-purchasers receiving, you know, certain emails that, you know, very much apply to them. If someone just purchased, you know, a $2,000 item from you, they're not going to want to see a discount email saying, hey, guess what? It's 20% off now. Or, you know, they don't want to receive the same email just in general without the discount. They already purchased. So, uh, you know, those are just a few ways. But that being said, there are so many different ways to go ahead and make sure that your list is engaged. Um, and just, you know, the, I'd say the best way to do so is look at yourself. You know, what do you like seeing in the inbox? What do you think would be a good way of, you know, receiving the information from a certain brand that you want to receive? Yeah. And I think it is common sense. Absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. common sense. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, I, today I got, um, a couple of emails on one day from a big brand. It was, um, I think it's a silverware brand, Philroy and Bach, which is one of the luxury brands here in, um, uh, in, in Europe. And, you know, they sent me like three or four emails on one day, oh, even though I never ever purchased anything on their website, they, they sent me a 20% off coupon. They sent me uh, a, a a complete new, uh, I think they have a new new stuff or uh, or discounted stuff or whatever. I, I don't, didn't ask for this. I, I think I signed up last Christmas before because they had some kind of campaign, um, but it immediately made me unsubscribe. So again, it's common sense. It's, uh, but it's, the, I would say the technology also um, is is sometimes a black box for marketers because probably no one even realizes they send me four emails on a day. Um, and that's the, that's the other pitfall I think a lot of marketers have. They just, they're not uh, managing their email marketing software properly or as, and it, you need experts like you guys for this, right? So you need people to manage this and make sure that you, you don't send four emails or five emails a day. So um, with that, I would like to thank uh, both Andre and Alex for being on the Marketing Technology Podcast. I'll add a link to your website, CodeCrew, um, and your 
uh, email, uh, sorry, I'm sorry, your LinkedIn. I'm not going to share your email in the show notes. I'm going to share your LinkedIn profiles. So if they want to reach out, they can um, reach you on LinkedIn or through your website. So thank you very much for being on the MarTech Concert Podcast. Thanks so much for having us. This has been a blast. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or iTunes. Also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.